Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We are here doing our first video episode. Um, so you can watch this if you're listening to us on podcast. You can watch this on YouTube through our channel, which is, I'm assuming the Challenge Chronicles, but I don't know for sure. Um, you can also watch this on uh, Pat Mayo's channel as well. Well, I guess I don't even know if we're going to put this there, but you can definitely watch it on our YouTube channel. Um Trace is sporting a very fine Challenge Chronicles t-shirt, which anyone may be able to purchase at bigdubdiesel.com, dub with two Bs. We are here to talk about the Challenge OG season, which we have uh, told everyone at this point for two weeks now that we would record. So we're finally here to be able to do it. Um, what else? That's about it. Uh, uh, no, I was going to say that we have some listener email questions, but I... Though it was actually a pretty funny email. Did you guys see that? The last one, this guy I was messaging. This guy was messaging. Uh, sent us a message, Paul, who's sent us multiple messages before. And I was reading it. I was like, this doesn't make sense at all. Like I like couldn't understand what he was talking about. And then I like followed down the chain a, li- chain a little bit, and it looked like he accidentally sent us an email that was meant for another podcast that had the challenge in the email. Uh, address and so i like sent him a message about it but it was pretty funny um so if you want to reach out to us and send us a listener email he he responded to and it's giving me real bad vibes yeah did you read the email read the email um you can send Uh, us listener email questions at the challenge chronicles at gmail.com and we do those occasionally um oh and i guess the other thing that we've been meaning to plug that I feel like we need to do a better job of because we've gotten a lot of new listeners lately. If you are a new listener and enjoy older seasons of the show, um, definitely check out our older season recaps. Um, That's kind of how we got started. We didn't start to do new season recaps until relatively recently. Um, And so if there's a favorite season from the past, like Inferno 2, uh, maybe The Island, what else? It, all, all of we've done all of them through the island. So <laughs> if that's something that you enjoy. Those are there in our feed. Um, all right. So OG season. Do we want to just go down the final cast at this point, um, just so we have that on record? Do we want to rattle it off? Let's yeah. point. All right. So point- for the record, and I'm I'm going to put this out there right now. Of the three of us, I was the one person that said that I really felt this was going to happen. Sure. These two yeah. were like, I'll believe it when they leave. And yeah. they have left. They I are. Mean, I said, I'll believe it once the promos start coming out. No, so okay. still, fair still enough. In the woods. So for me, it started to happen at this point. Like I needed them to be like, they're filming. You know what I mean? Because like, even though like they can like record in film and like something happens and it doesn't air, it still happened. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying, but like at this point it's happened. It's like, remember we talked about that? Uh, we don't know. We have textual information. Maybe this was all of them trying to find that spoiler leak. Yeah, this could be a ruse. This could be like one like massive. This is all. Like, it's all. It's all ploy. They've got Mark Long hooked on. They've got. They've misled all these poor fans, and this is all just to finally figure out who Pink Rose is. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. This is like when the Browns leaked that Condoleezza Rice was almost the exec was almost in like the GM search so that they could find who was the leak in the organization and fire them. Now she's on the college football playoff committee. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. That's what that was. What the uh, second report was. So 
How would they be able to trace it back to the person, though? You know what I mean? It's just, they told them all some well, different. They, told, they told them all some different, like random, yeah. famous figure that was going to be in the running. Somebody was Condoleezza Rice. I'm sure somebody else was, you know, Donald yeah. Rumsfeld. Henry Kissinger was somebody else, and whoever leaked was the one that that was the, you know, that was the one that had to go. It was like that episode of uh, Game of Thrones where uh, Tyrion becomes the hand of the king, and then he tells like each of the people. He tells like Varys a lie. And then he tells like a couple other random people a lie, and Varus was like the only person that didn't his lie didn't come to truth. But um, what I was gonna say, like it's the so at this point, like I think it's happening, right? Like people are there filming, it's it's occurring. Um, it's like at this point, if it didn't air, um, like I think it still counts. It's like the if it didn't air, it would be like that. Uh, remember that girl that was on? We've talked about this before. That girl that was on uh, Rock of Love. Um, who had her own show on VH1 mm-hmm. that was like the dating show. We've talked about this and, before. Yeah, we talked about this. And I think it was either like one or zero episodes aired. It was like a very small number of episodes that aired because the person that won um, the season was oh, yeah. suspected of manslaughter and eventually killed himself, I think. And I don't know if he was ever like actually convicted of it. Um, but they just didn't air the rest of the season, but it happened. You know what I mean? The season occurred. He was the winner. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's, I give you credit. It's one of those crazy, crazy things. Uh, so it's, it's filming. It's happening. It yeah, might I not air. I think it will, unless something crazy happens, it's going to air somewhere. Who knows? It might be a Paramount network exclusive for all we know. Yeah. I, can no, I mean, that. you called it. I was, I was very skeptical. Um, I just didn't, the thing of it was that I didn't think that there were going to be, so, like, we're interested in this, right? I didn't think that there was going to be enough people that would be interested in this for them actually to want to, like, pull the trigger. You know what I mean? Like, what percentage mm-hmm. of MTV's view, viewing audience do you think knows who Beth is? You know what I mean? How like, much of MTV's viewing audience is, like, viewing MTV to be MTV? Like, their shows have no correlation with each other. I, I mean, if like you love Mom ridiculousness, with that Corey. like who's watching ridiculousness, and then is also like going to watch the challenge, and it's also going to. I bet you a decent percentage like, of people. Well, I, I feel like the content's very like specified, where each one has its own family. I don't know, because like when I was younger, yeah, I like, like I, I watch shows on MTV. You know what I mean? And I definitely think it's probably different now. I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's very I, different I, now. I, I would I would bet that it's if you watch one type of MTV show, you're more likely to watch another MTV show. Um, there has to be... I don't think by that much. They have to know this. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, they know well, that the entire... Is like, dude, like every single fantasy football analyst on my Twitter right now talks talks about the challenge. None of them brings up any other MTV show. I know, but... And they talk I, about the challenge and are like wanting the good old days to come back when and Brad and, you know, all those people were on the show. So I know, but that's like the... I think those people are the exception, right? And we're, we're just aware of them because, like, we're into football too. You know what I mean? I don't think well, the that fact that we're into football, and then that's also people who talk about something else that that's the challenge. Like, I mean, that's not like like I didn't follow these people because they talk about the challenge. Follow them because they talk about football. It turns exactly. out a lot of them also talk about the challenge. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. That like I think that there's definitely there's definitely some like overlap between the people who like commentate about sports and people who are into the challenge. Right. There's, there's definitely some um, intrinsic link between the two. Um, But I would, 
I would bet that the majority of people who watch the show also watch other MTV shows. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Because, I mean, they they promo the hell out of Teen Mom OG during every single episode of the challenge. Like, to a ridiculous degree. And they always make sure that they have one or two shots of Cheyenne or Corey Corey. whenever they can. Because they are connected to the challenge. So those promos are geared like... Hey, do you remember Cheyenne and Corey and Corey's still on the challenge? Look, they're on Teen Mom OG. Because I mean, like it's part of it. When I'm skipping through the commercials, I'll just see glimpses of the commercials for Jersey Shore. And I'm like, man, I need to throw that on at some point. You know what I mean? Just like watch like a few minutes and see what's going on. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that just go on to watch their show. And that's what, what, per, what percentage of people do you think are like that? Because we could say that be saying the same thing. You know what I mean? Like what percentage of people? How do you many think viewers do they get a week now? They get close to what? a million. They're in How like the nine hundred thousand range, according to the Nielsen's, but that does not include on-demand viewings on MTV.com. That does not include the smattering of us that still download the iTunes episode every week. Like. Um, that's not a true number of how many people are watching a given episode. That is the number of people that watched it the day it aired plus three on DVR. And then you have to get into the plus sevens and all that stuff. So I think, so what, what percentage do you think it would be? I guess one, and then two, this is kind of an aside to take us in a slightly different direction. It could be possible that the reason that they felt more motivated and more open to the idea of an OG season is because that they could use this as a way to get people into older seasons of the show and promote evergreen content that they had, right? So now with this streaming service that more seasons of the show will be on, it gives a newer audience an introduction to players from seasons past, they may want to go back and watch. Right. Yeah. And that's been my argument all along of why I felt like it was a decent thing to try. Like just do one season and see what happens Yeah, because you do one season and it only does half a million viewers. You're still ranking higher than most of the shows on MTV when they air, like the challenge is the number one rated show on MTV. It feels like they only have like six. Right now it feels like they have about six or seven. So there's ridiculousness there's Teen Mom and the OG, the different seasons of Teen Mom. Well, there's that occur. also a there's... lot that are like basically What's the same catfish? shot. There's Catfished and there's Ghosted. Which That's is what like... I was about to say. Catfished yeah. and Ghost. And then um, the Jersey Shore reunion makes six with the challenge. Alabama so, Shore? Or Florida Bama Shore? Florida Bama Shore, Shore yeah. hasn't been on. They haven't filmed a season in a couple years now. No, they're, they're, they're having commercials for it now. I see. Yeah, okay, so they have another one. So that's seven. So it's probably around a dozen shows at most. MTV. because ridiculousness takes up 20 hours a day on mtv right now do we want to actually talk about the content we told people we were going to talk about now we'll get to it this is all part of it this is good um the other thing about the og season that made it a good time is we don't know the true numbers that are streaming on cbs total access soon to be the paramount network so for those of you that don't know this the cbs total access is rebranding to the paramount network um they're hey, going to be the exclusive what? home of a lot of different content and Wait, so go CBS ahead. is CBS is becoming the Paramount Network. 
Yes. I've been out of the loop on this. Yeah, well, man, that's that. been that was announced like three months ago, you and the Super the Bowl Patrick commercial Stewart for Power commercial. Mountain I, Network I know you, was you for despise that. commercials despite working for them, but you didn't see the Patrick Stewart commercial with Dora the Explorer and you know Paulie D and Snooky climbing yeah. up the mountain of Paramount. I saw that. I didn't know that that was for CBS though. Yeah, Is all they're doing Paul? is rebranding CBS Total Access into the Paramount Network. That I mean, way it encompasses everything yeah. that they do because CBS Total Access really doesn't make a lot of sense as a brand because they're pulling from Nickelodeon and MTV. They needed the bigger shell to really, I think, because their sales are not as high and subscriptions are not as high as they'd like them to be. So they needed a better, like, in my opinion, brand to communicate, hey, we're not just CBS. We are all of Viacom, which is also Paramount. So, yeah, one, I definitely agree that CBS isn't a good brand for them because, like, when I think CBS, like, I think about a bunch of shows that I think Blue Bloods, I think Survivor, I think stuff like that. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, exactly. Um, right, so, people who don't even know how to work a streaming service. So, I guess my question is will the CBS All Access app currently exist or is that completely being redone? Redone. Like, it might rebrand okay, so itself as Paramount be- Network in app. Okay. You need a new app, apparently. So they're not going to let you use the CBS. Yeah, you app? have to doubt. You will have to. I think it's go. From what I know, it's from what I've heard, it's going away. And then there's you're going to have to get a Paramount app, and the CBS app, I guess, is just yeah being gotten rid of. One thing that I was just thinking about that I know that we said we would do, but we need to do a better job of, or we we've never done it, but I think we need to. Of like actually writing descriptions for the show and putting like timestamps on when we start talking about stuff. Yeah. That way people can skip right to us talking about OGs. I'm with you. So um, yeah, I'll that. try to keep track of that here uh, while we're talking. Everybody's getting behind the scenes right now because I'm not editing this. So I got my it. pen. I'm going to do my There's best to track I was this. about us going to video. 1350. And, and now we're going to have all of our uh, <laughs> 1350 behind the scenes. Uh, yep. All right. So, um, but to close the loop on this, to kind of bring us back to the OG aspect of this, um, we don't know what the streaming numbers are for the challenge on CBS All Access and even the Netflix streaming that they're doing for, what is it, Inferno 2 and The Duel that's on there right now. So they could see numbers that, you know, make them go, wow, there is interest in these older seasons. Mark Long has been pitching this idea. We're in this pandemic. Maybe this is an opportunity to just test the waters here because the fact that they're doing, for those of you who don't know this, they have been filming a real world New York season one reunion series back in the original loft in New York city that they lived in they're back in the house. So, yeah. They're back in the same loft that they were at in all 1992, the all the season one cast signed and they're filming it as we speak. And it is going to be exclusive to power Mount network. I think it's going to start airing in March or April. I can't Wait, remember. So it's, only, it's only going to so be all older. They now. They're in their late forties. Some of them might even be 50. Right, so one, it's only going to be on the Paramount Network question. And then two, how much money do you think they got paid? The cast? Yeah. Like a hundred grand each or less. It depends on how long they had to film. I mean, if they filmed for like... grand sounds like a lot. Doesn't it? What are those people doing? Like really not that much money. No, do you, for me, that's like, uh, that's not enough. Like if someone wanted, like how long do they have to do this? I just Probably thought, for... Six to eight weeks, I would I think. I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's yeah, not a lot of money. Right. But I also know that, like, weren't they getting, like, 300 bucks a week when they were filming? Yeah, but they're worth way more than that now. I mean, because granted, they're, they're really they're using the brand. Because I don't think anyone remembers these people except for maybe Eric Nees. Other than that, it, I don't it know. It used to be worth way more. You know what I mean? Like, it used to be, like, 
it gave you like a platform that you could launch a career off of and you would be known by a lot of people and toward the tail end of the real world, like no one who the, no, no one knew who the fuck you were. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. could you name one person off of what was the, what was the one that they did on Facebook? What was that? Atlanta Facebook watch season in Atlanta. Yeah, I didn't watch a single episode and nor do I know. The fact that they haven't used any of those people for the challenge should tell you a lot. They actually did a season of the real world and did not use a single member of that cast. What was the the Seattle season that barely touched because at least had a few people. What was the one that, what was the last one that was on uh, MTV Seattle? Was it like go big or go home? No, that was Seattle bad blood. That was the one like Theo. He didn't jump off the, with the coconuts against Jenna. He was from that. Wait, Um, what? Anika, the elimination on invasion, on invasion when they one were the living invasion, one of the worst eliminations ever when they had yeah. to climb up the thing and then jump off with the coconuts. What? I don't remember yeah. this at all. Who is this? Well, I don't even. I don't even Theo. know. Like, Not Theo from World of Worlds. Theo from Real World Theo. Bad Blood. A lot of Theos, but yeah, he he like refused to do it, and then he, he why like, did he want to do it? Because he was it was too high up. He didn't want to jump. They didn't trust MTV's production staff. Knew the elimination was rigged, maybe because I don't even know how they like determined to one. Dude, I don't even know if I've ever seen this guy my entire life. I mean, <laughs> you've he was seen him on long. Invasion, and you don't remember him because he was not memorable. Yeah, gave him nothing. Only, he was like a football player, though. I mean, I think he played like safety in college, like D one or something. We should do. Uh, a power ranking of the top six most forgettable challenge competitors of all time. Like, do I you mean, think what, Eddie has never, to one, like, right? Eddie on like Vendettas, I, who, like, there's, like, an image of him you can see when he's with Johnny walking up the mountain, and that's it. Yep. That's who is it. this? That's, he's got to be number Eddie. One. The guy that they kind of just, he was there, they showed, a, like, he, you could see him in scenes, and then he just got, like, phased out because of, it was, like, stuff that his ex-girlfriend was so on the had, house, right? Yeah. They Am had I thinking of someone issue. else? No, that your guy, guy. Right. they had a legal issue and he wasn't allowed to be on. What was his name? What's crazy to me though is they released Twitter promos that he was in. Like he had one of those like explaining his vendetta videos on Twitter for God knows what you guys are literally trying to erase him from the cast. They also had Derek sitting there as an alternate they didn't even bring in when the guy like didn't Got do anything. off the show. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Well, they probably shouldn't want to talk about him at all. What no, season was that don't on? Don't even acknowledge. Uh, it was Vendetta's. It was Vendetta's. Which is why I try not to remember it. On Are You the One Five? Hmm. All right. Let's re- do this. Yeah. So, all right. So, the OG cast. Um, do we just want to run them down and yeah, Rob, see what Rob we think? Read it real quick. Okay. Uh, we have Kellyanne from Real World Sydney, Anissa, Real World Chicago, Katie, Road Rules the Quest, Trishelle, Real World Las Vegas. Ruthie, Real World Hawaii, Arissa, Real World Las Vegas, Jemmy, Real World New Orleans, Kendall, Road Rules Campus Crawl, John A, Real World Cancun, Isela, Road Rules The Quest, and Beth from Real World LA. That's the female cast. For the men, we have Mark Long, Road Rules The First Adventure, Alton, Real World Las Vegas, Darrell, Road Rules Campus Crawl, Big Easy, Challenge Fresh Meat, Tech, Real World Hawaii, Latarian, Road Rules Maximum Velocity, Derek Kaczynski, Road Rules Extreme, Nehemiah, Real World Austin, Yes Duffy, Road Rules Semester at Sea, Cyrus, Real World Boston, and Ace, Real World Paris. How are you going to feel, Rob, if Alton comes on the show and he's like put on 80 pounds and is like extremely out of shape 
I mean, he was on like a promo they had not long ago. He looked, he was still in pretty. Yeah, it was the Universal City thing they did at Universal. He looked like Alton. He looked like just a little older. That was about it. He looked like. I mean, that's what that's what he looked like when he was on Seasons too. When he came back, the thing is, he wasn't bad on Seasons athletically. He just wasn't there, like mentally. Like he just didn't want to deal with Frank and Zach for the entire time. Yeah, I remember Alton saying like, "Hey, like I came here to compete and for a free vacation." I, I did not come here to deal with children. And he's like an older dude. Like people forget, like he was in his late thirties by that point, dealing with Frank Crazy. and Zach and all that drama. I wouldn't have wanted to be there either in his shoes and deal well, with he's that. Four, he's a uh, 41 now. So yeah. So he was late 30, mid to late 30. So he's probably like 36. Cause that was 2012 when they filmed yeah. that. So eight, nine years ago, who's the oldest person on this chaos? Probably Beth. Beth. Mark Longer Beth, right? Mark Longer Beth. How old are they? Mark's like 47. Beth is 51. Yeah, Beth Mark is the Long- oldest then. Yeah, Mark. I Long- mean, Beth was getting called old when we were on like The Duel and Inferno 2, which were, you know, seasons 10 and 13. We're, on, we're wrapping up 36 now. So she's on, she's honestly one of the people that I'm most excited to see. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that they got her. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that would have made it perfect is if Coral was there too. Like Coral and Beth and the reunion show would have been like just epically awesome Cor- to see Coral that. Coral the again. biggest miss, I think, by by a decent yep. amount. She's yep. the she, one. And you know they had really to, she had to have turned him down because Definitely. they yeah. wanted her for this. There's no think, way you do this show without Coral. Do you think she's the number one person that they that, well, would she have been the number one person that you wanted on this? She would, outside of Mark Long, who initiated it, she would have been the first person I called. Mm-hmm. I know, but who, she who, who's been... the number one person that you would would have wanted to see on this season? Coral, Coral. no question. Yeah, Coral is. I agree. Yeah. So I think there's a second person that would also be in the conversation, but I don't think it would be realistic at all that he would be on it. And that's Landon? The Miz. Theo? Oh, The Miz? Okay. Yeah, Theo, yeah. Theo and The Miz, I could see the Miz a little bit more than Theo, but none of neither of those I think are happening. Yeah. In importance to the show, Miz is a bigger star, but it's arguable that Theo Vaughn now is vaulting up that fame ladder with all of his stand up and appearances on oh. Joe Rogan and his podcast. Like that uh, yeah. Theo for a long time though was just like, hey, we miss Theo. Now it's like, oh, Theo Vaughn is out doing stuff in the world visibly. That's pretty cool. So. I think what they have is pretty good, but I think mm-hmm. Coral's definitely like that's that's one that it looks weird without her on it. She, I, Timmy would actually be my second one from Coral. Yes, yeah. see, Timmy's the one that I really miss from this cast, and I I almost feel like if you're gonna do an old school challenge, Coral's got to be there. Um, the of people who are realistic. Let me clarify that. Like, I would want The Miz and Theo Vaughn on this, but realistically, that's not happening. I think I'd still even rather see Coral just because we can actually see The Miz and Theo doing other stuff. We at least know what they're up to. We don't even know what Coral's yes. up Yes. Great point. Like um, but Timmy, man, like, Timmy on this would be incredible. Maybe they're saving them for season two, so they have a reason Might, to come back. You know, that's the thing. If this does okay, like, I still think this is probably going to wind up being a Paramount Network exclusive. There's just this little tinge of me because of the real world reunion they're doing, this isn't going to air on MTV. They are aiming this for the evergreen content consumers and to draw people to the Paramount network. You see, I think this is just going to turn to like senior tour of the challenge where like they send the old people up there. And then if they're good enough that like they, they maybe they want to bring them back down. Yeah, I, I totally believe that's what they're thinking. Like, and I'm sure that's what some of the cast is thinking because 
I mean, if you're Alton and you do really well on this production, would be stupid to not say like, would you be interested in doing the real, the main show? Why not? They've been, now he's been exposed to the audience again, because honestly, the last view we had of Alton for me, at least it left a bad taste in my mouth because I did not get the Alton of the gauntlet too. I got Alton who didn't want to be there. And so if Alton is there and motivated to be there, then that is a good casting person to be there because He's still in good shape. Like he could compete. There's some people on this cast that I feel like is just a waste of a spot though. Not mm-hmm. like any like slight against these people, but it's just like, I didn't even like think anything like think that they were gra- that great when they were originally on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I-, I can see that from our perspective. Now my hope would be that they don't get casted unless they have a reason to get casted. What's your, mm-hmm. what's your most memorable moment of yes, Rob? Like, can you think his of like name one was thing? Yes, that... and he was partnered with Veronica. Like, but I also didn't watch his road rules season. Maybe he had. Yeah, on. he was I a good think... semester at sea. Was a good season of the of the road rules show, and so like I think he is memorable from the road rules season. Um, didn't he do a challenge before seasons as well? Like, uh, I, I think feel you're like right. He, actually, I feel he like that season four. he did one yeah. of the first four, and he was good on that. So like. To me, he's a he's perfect for this show in that he's an OG we've really not heard from in forever, and they got to fill out a cast. So, like, I'm actually completely fine with Yes being there. I think they were hurting for spots from people who wanted to come on, though. I like, think that's possible. Like, I really? think that's definitely possible. Yeah, well, I think a I lot of people like, really just didn't want to do it. Yeah, I feel like the way this the amount started, that they wanted to pay them. Yes, that. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. I, I think that's how we ended up with Yes Tech. Um, Tech's well, a pretty prominent. Tech's name, a huge get though yeah, for this. Tech's like a, I'm not even Latarian. underselling that. Like, what's your what's your biggest Latarian uh, memory? I have. I can involved. think of like one thing about Latarian. He was on the show, the challenge, right? He was on the gauntlet. He lost to Latarian. He lost to Alton. Yeah, I I have zero recollection. I know we covered it when we watched it, but like I have zero recollection of anything he has ever done on the channel. There's too many people on the gauntlet for what it's he was trying on to sexes, do. Uh, the first sexes. Oh yeah, that, that's okay. Right. That's another remember, reason I don't remember. Because remember he was. I don't know if it was on. I think it was on sexes or well, it would have had to have been on sexes or gauntlet. I can't remember which one where he was like known for trying to like get everyone really hyped up, and then he would just go out there and fall flat on his. Oh face. yeah. Uh, that's right. that's about like all that I remember from Latarian. Well, you need somebody nice to, to put some pep in these people's steps. I mean, we got some. It's going to be like, you know. I'm glad Ace is there. I think he's a welcome addition to this. Um, Cyrus, I'm also cool with another of the elder Cyrus statesman. Yeah, he'll be very there. glad to see Cyrus. Uh, Nehemiah, curious is more of where I'm at with Nehemiah because he may, I, I think he makes a lot of sense to me, just because okay, he's please been. Explain. In, He's still like mixed in with the reality crew now. Like he's on all of Wes's stuff. He's on like his Friends with Benefits show. He has relationships with people that are on the cast now, as well as people on the cast previously. And he's at least like a distinctive character, I think. Like he's not somebody who was on a season and would just kind of like he would, he always had a storyline whenever he was on. Like, yeah. And that's why I'm honestly surprised we did not see him again after Rivals won. Um, because that that season with him and Evan, I mean, there was a lot of he conflict got, he got in that story. As much as like anybody can get screwed. Yeah, him and I think if you were to put like the biggest partner screwings in the history of the challenge, that's one of them because Evan knew he was going to throw a challenge and go home at some point before the end of the season. Yeah. So like talk about screwing a partner. That's one. The other one is probably uh, 
Dunbar and Tyree from Rivals too. It's like you know that team has I mean zero I, I, chance. <laughs> Outside of anybody stealing the money or quitting, like I think Evan Evan um Evan with Nehemiah is pretty bad. Because if yeah. Evan showed up in shape and was actually trying, they could they have won, won the season. Like no like they they would never have had to go in unless they got last. No. I mean that's the thing is like if Evan was in shape and actually trying to win the Nehemiah's season. Nehemiah's in good shape that season too. Yes. You can tell he showed up ready to go. And then I think I think that might have just left a bad taste in his mouth if he didn't want to come back on. It's very possible. Who do you think would be the second pick out of this group for the fantasy draft. Are you guys going to do? First, are you guys going to do fantasy for this? We probably will. Honestly, I mean, we do fantasy for everything. We have fantasy the Bachelor, fantasy Bachelorette, yeah. fantasy battle bots. Like we'll th- we'll throw it up there. We'll you know it. what's really hard though for fantasy is we don't really know what this season is structured like yet, and so well, I don't know what any season is structured like when I'm making the rules. Well, what like, I mean is, is like I look back how on athletic are these competitions going to be? Because if they're super athletic then I'm picking Beth strictly on her drama and confessionals. I'm definitely not picking her for performance or her ability to win an elimination. We'll, we'll see Even, in the trailers and the promos at least get and get some vague idea of what they'll be. Up yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're going to assume it's a toned down version of the current show, because I think that's what's happening now is that it is a toned down version. They're going to Argentina to film. It sounds like from what we've heard, there are eliminations. Um, so, something's going on here that looks like the current show. So if, if, if the number one pick is Alton, really? Is Alton no, pick? I think it's Mark. Long. You don't think he's making sure he's like, in the all right, who's the number setup. one pick? We didn't sure really say that. It's Mark long. That's why I said it's Mark long. Yeah, yeah. That's because like, he's like minus 5,000. Okay. Cause he will never get voted into an elimination no, period. Like, he's making the final. Okay. He was like basically making the rules for this. This is like when Vince McMahon is in a wrestling match. <laughs> I'm going to change the rules to suit that's me. A, yeah. <laughs> that's a very good comparison, Rob. That is a great comparison. I feel I, like if you we were talking about, like, I don't see, how is he even allowed to be on the main cast? Well, it could be that just because he was part of helping assemble the cast doesn't mean he had anything to do with structuring the season. I mean, he was pitching stuff about the format, though. Right, but that doesn't mean any of his ideas made the format. So if they kept him in the dark with what the actual format will be, then I have zero problem here. However, I mean, I look, if he I was don't involved, care way, but it just makes if he it, was it makes, involved in somebody anything like more hundred dollars in the challenge price in the fantasy price. Yeah, if he was involved any further than helping pick the cast and getting the wheels rolling here, then I think there's a bit of a conflict of interest because even though it is a reality show, it's also falls well, under the game show money? laws. Yes, yeah, they're going to be able to win money. Have, like, yeah. Why do you think these people are here? Are they going to be able to win money? Well, but they're Dude, getting paid, yes. I assume. I would tell you this. I don't know if they're going to win any money. Yes, Duffy ain't coming on the show unless there's a real incentive to come on the show. They could could give them the money up front and they're not competing for money. They're just competing to win money for a charity or something. I think that would be under... um, I don't know if they would have been able to get this many people for charity, to be honest. I guess one... It's possible. Do you think they would be able to get this many people? I think you're underestimating. There's people who just want to be on TV, dude. Even when you were on 15 think, years ago. I think that that's why we ended up with some of the people that we did. Because a lot of people didn't want to do it. Going back to what we had mentioned before. I don't like, know. I, I think... Do you think Do you think Tech and Letarian and Yes were their first choices? I, I think, think Tech, tech was, was on the top of the list. Okay, all right. What about the other two? Tech, tech, Letarian, and Big Easy. 
I don't even get why that why is Shailene cast on War of the Worlds one? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like they cast these duds all the time. Like they just what they do. I don't know. I don't know either. Shailene on War of the Worlds one, Leroy's partner who had one confessional like the entire. Was season. she from another show? She was from Bachelor of Canada. That's well. There's your answer right there. There's the answer. I have no yeah. idea who this person is. That's why they did it, so they could get those new. Oh, they can't find somebody who wasn't the first boot on Baxter Canada that actually like would be up to stuff. The only one that said yes. I mean, um, no offense to Jay. Were... No offense to Jay here. Okay, he is not someone that I. I actually put him further into. He is now more known for the challenge than Survivor because he was he wasn't forgettable on his Survivor se- season, but he did not come off as like this memorable person from Survivor. I team. would, I would actually, I would actually disagree with that. He was okay. very big in the Survivor community. And that okay. I still, I do agree with you though, that he is now more well known for the well, challenge. That's also what he's on now. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I mean, maybe he gets called back for a Survivor all-star season, but I don't know. I mean, now that the challenge is a million dollars and you have a chance of getting half a million. If you win, it's probably much more attractive to Jay to do the challenge where you get three meals a day. You're not starving to death and you're not at the mercy of political alliances to whether you go home day one or you get to the, the final tribal council. Um, so I think what one, we should do an auction when we do the draft the next time. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, we could try Let's do, do it. An auction. Let's do an auction the yeah. next time. I, do I don't think we can plan this far ahead. I think we need. Why not? To, like, We've got probably sure three months. We need to make sure to wait. This isn't a Condoleezza Rice plant first, and then we'll we'll start nah. setting up the rules and to make sure yeah. that I'm actually doing the fantasy game. We got three months, far. man. We could do this. Um, so, one, we should do that, and then two, Darrell's the the second favorite. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, he's number one for us I, on the current Well, season. I think Derek and Alton are close. And I also think, like, Kellyanne, to me, is kind of sticking out on the female Agreed. side. Like, who, yeah. The thing is with the female side, like, I feel like you could kind of just throw their names in the hat. I think there's a lot less of a clear front runner there. Because they didn't bring, like, Evelyn on. They didn't bring Rachel on. They didn't bring somebody on who would be, like, a, like Kellyanne and Ruthie. Yeah, probably you're right. She, best track records. She's honestly, like, by far and away... Uh, physically the most athletic female in this cast. And it's not even remotely close. She honestly she's honestly might be number two now that I'm looking through the women on this. That mm-hmm. might that might be a I better think it's her. Yeah. Because be if you just go one, even historically so down. Yeah. I mean even going historically down this thing, I mean John A might be in good shape now, but she was never like an elite challenge competitor. But neither were so any it's of like, people really. And then I think Hisella, she's probably yeah I think she's probably up there now that you bring it up. Because like I don't what's the like, there's nobody here who's really known for... That's like with Coral not there, and with no Evelyn, no Rachel, no Emily. There's nobody there that would be like an auto lock. Dude, the other... When I just Googled Ruthie's age, um, and when I Googled Ruthie's age, uh, Julie Stouffer came up. She's a big mess. <laughs> that would have been really... Yeah, cool. she she would have been cool to see on, too. Yeah. Definitely. What is it? The path to God is narrow and straight. Is that was the, was <laughs> the, that path, the, quote? To, the path to God is straight and narrow? There yeah, it is. That to me is like that should one be the, of title the four for this or five funniest things from the seasons we've covered so far. That was so funny. It was just so bizarre. And even as a Christian, I'm sitting here watching that cringing. And then when she just immediately goes right off the edge, it's like, <laughs> oh. dude, she's also that and the that and the Orissa from Battle of the Sexes two when she's yeah. on top of the the truck, and then yeah. she's like. 
finishes the obstacle course that is lying face down in <laughs> afterwards and Coral's just like should have done better Arissa as she's uh prostrated flat on the floor. Dude, Julie's also involved in for me what's one of the funniest moments in the entire history of the show. Gala two, right? Yeah. When Ace is <laughs> oh, Ace is in the hand cart oh, and right. everyone's trying to push the cart. They can't push the cart. The mission is over. Cyrus gets in the cart and he's like, he had it in neutral the whole time or something like that. And no, he didn't have it in neutral. He had it in here. And that's what kept it. We had a parking brake on or something crazy like that. Ace, Ace's face turns white. Julie just starts cussing like a sailor, storming off. And because remember, remember before, like while they were still trying to push it, she's like slamming her hands like on the car like uh-huh. as fast as we can. Oh my God. And then that's when we get the... And then Cyrus throws the yeah. button on the end of the scene where he's yeah, like, yeah. I was a valet in LA for a few weeks, so yeah, I should have well, driven the car. Yeah, it's I knew it's I, I should have been the driver. I was a valet parker for like six months. Some trivial amount of time. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the qualification for well, who should be the driver in this better, mission. It's, it's better than Ace. He at least know what he was up to. Yeah. And Ace um, like drives tractors and farm equipment. Like he should have known to put the thing in neutral. That's what he, blows he, my he mind. He should have known, but it's just Ace on the challenge, man. Yeah, so Ace we should do that's a that's a dude, we need to make a list. What was the other one? Most unforgettable most or most forgettable, forgettable challenge competitors? And what do you I think? Feel like, what, like, what do we even talk about, though? Like, we bring up people, and then we're like, "Oh, they didn't do anything." Oh, well, no, no but you also just, didn't you, do anything. You fill out your team, basically. It's almost like a nonsense season of Survivor style draft. <laughs> we <laughs> Where we put people, the most nonsense challenge team they players in the, the pool. least number of people from. This would need to be like it would need to be a combo episode because I agree that that's like ten minutes of content right there. Um, <laughs> but the. Other one that I was going to say is funniest moments in the history of the show. How have we not done that yet? We've talked about it. It just hasn't happened yet. It needs to though. I because I mean it's going to be really hard to beat that gauntlet two situation. That one mission that is legitimately. It's also the mission where the yeah. boulder breaks apart and yes. Kimmy and Mark Long somehow have the presence of mind to just be like, "Look, pick up the wood pieces and run them across the finish line." Oh, it's such there's a like hot a, mess. That whole there's thing. like a two ep- there's a two episode stretch where it's like one of the best two episode stretches in the history of the show. But oh, that's yeah. also when, like, Kina is accusing Susie and Kara mm-hmm. of being depressed the whole time frame. Yeah. yeah, having an alliance with the guys on the other team. Yeah. So, uh, Kina also, very big miss. Very unfortunate Kina's not on. She was out. rumored, wasn't she? She was rumored. I, uh, I mean, there was a lot of people rumored. Yeah. I mean, but she actually did get a legit contact about it. Like, she was one of the people that said, yeah, that'd be interesting talking about that. But whether it appears to be anything, who knows? I don't, I don't have as much of an issue with the people that have been on recently or even on now being gone, like the Jemmys and Nisa's Durrells being gone. Just because at least that way, you know, they've been on TV and know how to like move stuff forward. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, Durrell really hasn't done much at all on Double Agents. But, like, with Jemmy and Anissa, they at least, you know, they'll give a good confessional and they can at least, like, move stuff along whereas sometimes you run into seasons or cast where there's just nobody who knows what the like nobody has the tv presence to you know help develop storylines mm-hmm. john a is another head scratcher for me she had her moments but like i think i don't know Go i she think that is a the- product of she's still recent enough that some of the current people that watch the show might tune in to see John A again. Cause that's her being that, gone over cook or Casey is odd. 
I actually don't yeah. feel like Cook deserves to be on this show, period, to be quite honest. She I had just... one season, and yes, she had a memorable one so season. So did a lot of these people. Well, that's a different era, though. We're talking like the old school where they had 30 people on a cast. I don't and the think next you can season, be that litigious with something like this. I think you just have to put together the best cast you can and not have like parameters with who's on. Yeah, I, I, think... I would just would think she's much more entertaining. And she also gives the female like a legit – like somebody I would want to see compete again. Mm-hmm. Because there are really no great fi- – like there's no great physical competitors on the female side. I think Kellyanne's the one that comes the closest. But would you say that Kellyanne and Ruthie are definitely the two? I, Ruthie on Battle of the Sexes is pretty pretty good compared to the rest yeah, of the cast. Yeah, but that's – how many years ago is that? That's like – Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's what we're that's dealing like with. That's like 15 years ago, isn't it? <laughs> She's 44 Yeah, I now. mean this is like – this is like looking at like Don Hudson's receiving stats against all the receivers he's going up against when they they had a, they didn't throw the ball yeah. at all. But, th- but that's what I, I mean. mean. When we, we when we take into account how old they are now and like w- what we would assume generally their physical condition is in, like I think Kellyanne's. I don't even look at it that way. I think literally for just when they were on the show, they weren't the best female competitors on the show. Like Agreed. versus the yeah. guys you have, Darrell, Alton, Mark Long, yeah. Derek. Like people the guys' really side of this is going to be very competitive, whereas the female side, it's not. So that's why I'm yeah. curious to figure out what is the structure. Are they just going to randomly divide these people into teams? Is it going to be like – I don't think like, so because there's 11, be 11 men and 11 women. And if there's 11 of each, then you can't have even teams no matter which way you slice it. Yeah, so maybe it's pairs. Like, I mean, I think it's just individual. Alternate. Probably. What if there's one, disappointing? What if, but what if two of these people are alternates? That would be the be. easiest. Well, I, the easiest would have been just put the alternates on. I don't see like if you're going to have them in Argentina, anyways. Like, and they're still quarantining there for all we know, because apparently they could swap them out at any point if they had to. So, who knows? I think they're just individuals. I'm somewhat concerned it's battle of the sexes, in which case, like my my anticipation for the season completely goes out the window. Just drops, you know. Yeah, it's that, almost that like just non-existent. It's almost like Bunim and Murray and MTV went, "Oh, you want an OG season here? You're gonna get battle of the sexes three. <laughs> I was is producing this, and if there's anybody who wants battle of the sexes three, you know who that would be. It's Mark Long. <laughs> it does feel like that. There's a chance that that could happen. Oh, I hope it's not. Definitely oh, I hope not. Times, It'd be so I bad. Really don't want that at all. I really don't want, if there is teams, I also want the teams to just be like, look, we have like Team Beck and Team Mark Long, they draft teams. I don't, because I don't want like, That'd be cool. I don't want it to become a referendum on what's better between real world or road rules or like a battle of the sexes or yeah. like a veterans versus rookies. I want it to be about this cast and who they are now and then them competing in events again. What if it was? What if it was like uh, they just did the dual three? This is finally when they did the dual three, and it's just. But like they, they've done, they've done basically the dual yeah. three with like free agents and stuff like that before. Like they've at least gone back to it to some degree. They've really lost all the um, value of that branding because at this point, if they did a dual That's three only. season, so many of the new people that watch a show that means absolutely I don't think nothing. they want to do sequels. I don't think they want to do sequels because, like, if you see Battle of the X's three, you might be worried that you're not going to know what happened on X's two or X's one versus if you have completely new branding. And people really should not go back and watch those seasons to get an idea if they. Well, I think X's two. Before. I think X's two is good. They just did War of the Worlds too, though. But I do. I do. But that was I do right after War of the Worlds one. I know, but I get what you're saying, though. 
that I think that that's a reason why they wouldn't want... I don't know. That's kind of a double-edged sword, though, because that's a reason why they would want to and a reason why they wouldn't want to, right? Because the reason that they would want to is that gets people to go watch that older content now that they have a library that people can go and find. Um, but I agree that... But they can plug that consistently throughout the show anyways. Like, they can they can be pumping, like, oh, like, like when... Like, they'll have veterans go into eliminations now. They'll like play like an old reel of their old elimination. Like they'll they'll have other ways to advertise that content if somebody's interested enough in what they're watching now. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I just did is I actually counted up like how many people were from real world, how many people from road rules. It might be real world versus road rules and fresh meat. I just don't see how does that but like how does the math work men and woman wise? I don't know that it will matter. I don't know that it will matter. They might maybe actually that's actually not a bad take. Maybe they're doing stuff that's so like just I mean, look, they had men and women complete against each other in eliminations on the gauntlet. Yeah, so I mean, if, to... if I had to give my best guess, I would imagine that they're going to do pairs and they're going to somehow shake it out some way. It just I, don't, I wouldn't mind pairs. I would. I think it actually might be cool to have pairs and have the pairs like just kind of be jumbled like they are this season, like just yeah. throw to hover together. Yeah, just or totally what they could see. do is if they have a situation where they just cast the pairs like intentionally like one of them's from real world and the other one's from road rules or fresh meat like there's ways to yeah, that, shake that makes it up more sense to me if it was pairs i would be the one who would want to pick the pairs and i would want to put anisa with mark long or Katie. that would be the but no, you know beth, what could no, happen is it's going to be mark long. put beth with mark yeah. long. that's what you that want. means mark, beth, beth's going to be around a really long time then <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> that's of beth, guarantees yeah. that they make the final <laughs> Uh, the other one, but if if you had to say like, oh, Mark Long somehow gets the first choice of his female real world counterpart, you know he's going to go Kellyanne. <laughs> that's just, that's just a a gimme at that point. <laughs> if it's if it's it really a random, it's just like if it's a random drawing for partners and Mark Long gets paired with Kellyanne, it's not a random drawing for Mark Long. Mark Long has got there's like a one bucket for Mark Long. There's a bucket, then there's a bucket for everybody else. Yeah. Kellyanne is the only name in Mark Long's bucket. Oh, yeah. look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I don't know. TJ takes this seriously, and since TJ's hosting it, I don't know. And that's that the other that's the other big miss. How Johnny Mosley not being the host just, just breaks my well, heart. Well, from that text you sent us, apparently Johnny Mosley really holds a grudge. So do you uh, think he, he just, do you think he can't stand TJ? Do you think this is like a <laughs> yeah, huge yeah, that's issue? What, that's what that implies, apparently. He's pissed oh. because uh, TJ replaced him, and Mosley was like, "No, no, man, you replaced me with that guy. I, uh, I ain't doing uh, your show." Johnny Mosley's like standing over TJ's bed in Argentina, uh, <laughs> like a knife. <laughs> yeah, or Tell- he hired out those Splinter Cell agents he got on Battle of the Sexes too to like <laughs> they're gonna come and carry TJ out and put Johnny Mosley in. Tell everyone the story you told us in the text about Mosley. Uh, I mean, uh, Adam Adam talked about it. Adam Rank talked about it when I was on the show with Pat. But just quickly, like Adam Rank, who I did a show with very recently on Pat Mayo's channel, uh, works for the NFL Network and works with Akbar Kabaja Biamia, who, in addition to being a former NFL player, currently hosts American Ninja Warrior. And then apparently after replacing Johnny Mosley on said program, Mosley now refuses to speak with him. So, so maybe he refuses right? to speak with Beatum and Murray because TJ became the host of the show. That would be hilarious. He went back from Rivals 2 and Free Agents. That's also true. That's fair. He did go back and do hosting the after shows. There must not be that much bad blood. It is a huge Maybe he doesn't need a paycheck. I don't know. He's got that NBC money. Maybe it's a conflict of interest because he's an NBC sports commentator. They won't let him go do 
um, is that something for Viacom. For him to do it? What does he? What does he do now? He just does Olympic he does and Olympic stuff, right? No, he does more than that. Like he does um, uh, a lot of the other sports. Although with NBC Sports Network, um, they do like if you watch NBC Sports Network, they're always doing some type of like winter competition somewhere. Like he does all of them. Man, hosting extraordinaire Johnny Mosley. Like I've even seen him pop up on like the bull riding thing occasionally, which is hilarious. He's probably happy to not have to cover CT in any of these events. Rob, maybe uh, would you be more or less likely to watch a football game if you knew that uh, Mosley was the play-by-play man? Oh, I'd be significantly more like. Are you kidding me? Well, what do they you think? Do, um, they should do. Would a, he would have like a football jersey? Would he have like a full like gear, like helmet and football jersey on while he's doing the silent reporting? What do you think he'd get his getup? I, I, I think the. I think, think Mosley. I think he'd be like, dressed up like. I think he'd be dressed up like Howard Cosell. Is what he'd be doing. Uh, that's a yes, good call. that's a good. He call. would, and then the other thing he would do yeah. is he would have the entire NFL rule book in front of him, and if a penalty was called incorrectly or not oh, called yeah. at he, all, he, is, he would be picking he out chapter and yeah. verse what rule in the NFL think, rule book that they did. I think he, I think he'd insist that he had the same vehicle that Booger used. Exactly. I was just going to say that they had a Booger mobile for BS and have it on the sideline while the game, and he demand that that's how. Maybe that's why he didn't do this. He had all these demands for how he wanted to better be able to cover the rules for these events. He wanted a bigger mobile and he wanted to like drones out, like viewing every can- angle of these like human foosball, whatever they're playing for this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a situation too, or even from Butum and Murray's standpoint, it could be just as simple as like, hey, if we're going to do a challenge spinoff, TJ is our host of the challenge. The Miz and Victor Cruz for the champs versus. Yeah true that's a fair point but they were also specifically targeting those other demographics and trying to bring in celebrities um i so think, who knows i think for a lot of this we think that there's more of a thought process behind it than there actually was you know what i mean so like for this it could just be i'm telling you they, we should have been consulted on this clearly yeah i think for for example for the host it could have just been Oh, TJ's available. Let's have him do it. You know what I mean? Whereas the previous two times, like it's possible TJ had some kind of conflict and wasn't able to do the champs versus or whatever. Or it could I have mean, been. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, why is Nick Young helping host the War of the Worlds 2 reunion? Yeah. Or it could have been that, oh. The worst, the worst host in the history of the challenge <laughs> of anything, by the way, was he was completely and utterly useless and looked like he was falling asleep. It was, Who was awful. The- who was the person that I mean he didn't he even know with. the names of anybody on the show? Like they talked about Kara not going to Jordan and Tori's engagement, and he was like, yeah. Really? That happened? It was like, Yeah, that was probably in your show notes, bud. He was like, you Did, did you that? even watch the show that you're hosting here? Like, come on. That 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 legitimately made me angry. And then like I it I actually felt bad because then it diminished my expectations for any athlete who would come on and host after him and Dude, Vernon Davis was like legitimately Vernon very good Davis was legitimately very good at hosting. And he had a hard job. I mean, he was doing a Zoom reunion with like seven different, with like all these different panels of people on at one time. And he didn't know any of them. Like he had not met them. You know, it's not like a situation where you go to a studio and you all meet, you have a few drinks the night before. How much do you, you think Nick Young got paid for that? 20 grand. Vernon? No, Nick Probably. Young. Oh, Nick Young. Oh, more than he should have. It, he stole that money. Like, literally stole that money. I would be I wish I could he can't get, get a job in the NBA now, so I get maybe he's hurting for cash. 
I don't know. I know that Vernon Davis was legitimately trying to break into like broadcasting, he so was he good. was using he this as a, like a It was very good. Yeah, he put him on the NFL Network. I'd watch it. Definitely, ESPN NFL Network should give him a call. He he was very good. Nick Young, not so much. Oh, he's still boy. trying to get a job. The thing is with Nick Young too; he didn't advertise it at all. Like if you look at like anybody else who does these things, they'll like they'll throw a few promos out there at least. Yeah. Nick Young is just not even touching that. What's hilarious is on John. If you search like Twitter advanced search Johnny Mosey the challenge, the only thing that comes up is him promoting the Live Reunion for Rivals two, <laughs> which uh, does not promote any content after that. Having rewatched that a couple months ago. Man, I mean that that is an entire that when we cover Rivals two in the next couple That's of years, episode. however, that is its own episode, and we honestly need to watch it like before we record it, and then just live chat over it as it plays because, like, wow, it's, wow, it's, it's incredible. It's, Might be CT, one of the greatest moments uh, in the history. There's always the punch, but I think just as good as that is CT telling him to mind his business. What he's mind your me. business. That's <laughs> none your business. You're trying to come up here and talk to me. What you doing, man? It's none your business. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. I, I, like it's it's unbelievable. Him, him telling Frank good job after he gets punched by night, and then uh, asking if anybody else has questions for Frank or Knight as they're being dragged off stage <laughs> by security. Yeah, so does anybody have some questions for Frank while we're here? <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. And then the terrible, like, Instagram people they have read questions with, like, and they're terrible questions. It's like, of all the people that sent videos to you live during this thing, you pick oh, that? You know, but only got their producer fed and they were still bad. Oh, it was so bad. Everything about it was so bad. It was we off should, the rails. We should do the after shows on Free Agents 2 that he hosts, which are just off the rails. They're actually, some of them are fun because they'll bring back, like, older challengers, but then there's some where it's like, him with Jasmine and Naya who like flip out at each other and J- Johnny Mosley just it's it's not a good look for Johnny Mosley. <laughs> yeah. The other one too is the Battle of the Bloodlines after shows are amazing. Oh. Well the Every one with Abram one is legitimately like one of like it's scary. I honestly think after C T punching Adam, that's like the second most terrifying piece of content the challenge is like I still put randomly out like I've still never seen that. I need to watch it. You it's oh. Unbelievable! Him, it, his challenge mania interview talking about it too is unbelievable. What did he? What did he say? He was just talking about how like he just wanted to get his hands on Thomas, and then if the security would just let him have Thomas for like four seconds, like just like like it was like I don't know. I, I can't do it justice, but it, it's legitimately terrifying content. How tall is he? Yeah, and oh, he's not that tall. He's like five Abram? nine. How much bigger do you think he is than Thomas? Oh, he's no. Thomas is way taller than him. But like yeah, weight wise, Abram's five ten. I bet you he's five ten, like one eighty. Don't you think? Again, Abram gave himself his own face tattoos. Yeah, so, and uh, the other scary thing about that is Kara did not warn him what he might see. Like she did not even give him a hint of what was coming. So like. His but reaction like, on that after They just show, showed her making out with Thomas, right? No, they showed her making out with Thomas. And then the last picture of the episode is her and her cousin in the dark talking about how oh, she's scared right. to leave that's him. Right. Yeah, and she wants to leave him and all this stuff. And Abe's like, wait, what? How are he and his brother alternates that season, by the way? 
This should it's be another if they don't come on. That should be the album artwork for the show right there. <laughs> These well, always scare cast, me. Unfortunately. Yeah. Good times. Good old Abe. So anyway, um, is there anything else we want to cover on the OG season? I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what we're actually going to get from this, but at the very, I mean, obviously I'm going to watch it, but I am genuinely excited to see some of these people and see what happens. Even if it's a little bit of a letdown, I'm still going to be satisfied that this happened. Yeah, but this is the artwork for the show, by the way, that I just sent. Let me see. Um, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, that's... We save that for Battle of the Bloodlines because that is an epic picture. I agree. There are some... So... As a whole, I think Battle of the Bloodlines is like terrible. I think it's one of the seasons that almost put the show out of business. But there are some interesting Pretty parts bad. to it. There are some. No, it definitely it has its moments. Way better than you think. The format is what kills that show. The, the, the team format, format is, is, so is like bad. the most mindlessly thought out. Like, yeah, like the it wouldn't pass for like. It's unbelievable how they do that with the teams. Like it's it's like what actually. What they think? This is this is when the show was coming out with seasons much less frequently than they are now too, and so whenever a season came out, it was for me, it was like more anticipated than viewing than it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. When when the show used to come out, like I was, I was recording it, like ready I mean, to watch. Bloodline like, right was the first it. season I watched live. I'm sorry, which is still hard for me to believe that you kept watching the show. Well, I after. watched the first. The first two episodes are good, and I watched the first episode and went back and watched like Exes Two and the Ruins and Rivals and stuff. Yeah, so and you then, had a better like, idea before the season yeah. played out. Like, oh, this yeah. show's after, good. Like, ah. Once we get into like when they're like them painting is like six minutes of content on the episode. Dude, like, after Abe leaves, that show just goes. <laughs> Like it just well, it's that, that's the thing, and that that season's a big example of why. Again, I don't have an issue with these people who have been on recently, like being on this cast. When you have people that just don't know how to be on TV, it can really show in that type of environment. That season, that also, season also has one of the best eliminations in the history of the show, too, and yeah, funniest it moments. Well, it has a few, has a few that actually aren't bad because it has the Rafi, uh, Rafi versus oh, Mitch. Which, yeah, yeah. But it also it has the insane. one with Abram's brother versus uh, Thomas's brother when they're smashing yep. the the furniture yep. and Abram gets a nosebleed because he gets too hyped up. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like on the rewatch, Bloodlines is not as horrible as you remember because compared you to like it, another season in that time frame. Like, what would you say it's better than that? Most people say it's not. Uh, it's definitely the weakest of the stuff that stretches from Rivals to Dirty Thirty. Okay, that's ten seasons right there. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, but like I think it's better than Rivals Three. Rivals Three like has the one moment at the end, but the season itself also is holds up hard. better on a rewatch now, especially oh, with the I Nelson and really Amanda like content. Like that think, stuff is really good. I think it's better just because the format isn't like completely like on its head. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, the it, only thing about Rivals Three that makes it difficult is you know Johnny and Sarah are going to win from episode one. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, they're, they're still not even by far the best team, and for me, that's just like there was so much baggage or they just weren't good competitors for the rest of that team. And then Wes and Nani 
like Wes had no political allies on that season. So you knew Wes was well, going to get not only that, too. like it was kind of like a fresh me too thing where since Johnny and Sarah just win everything, he can't like ever get them voted in. And then even with the skull twist, if he ever did happen to get them put in at some point, he might, they were not even had to go in. Yeah. Which is a really good topic of conversation. Cause I have a listener email before we leave. So okay. keep going. Listener email, email, listener message. I have one well, too that I was going to say. Message. I was going to had one too that I was going to say for the, uh, episode recap you said from rivals until when it's the worst till 30 30 that's 10 seasons all right so we have i rivals, think rivals 3 is worse battle of the x's battle of the seasons and see that's the thing that's interesting is seasons- some of the seasons that i really liked when they aired did not i think battle of the well. x's is absolute hot garbage i think battle i, of the X's I is actually awful. agree with you on like, i could even watch, see putting that below bloodlines battle of the x's I would do. nothing happens it is one of like there are some big storylines in Battle of the X's, but the actual content of Battle of the X's is a little bit of a letdown. Other than it's the Camillinator and the um, it's the Camillinator and then the DMCT story. There's really nothing else going on. That you don't even that get much DMCT is. until the end of the season. I feel like people remember that and don't realize it doesn't even come up for the first time. X X's two is atrocious. Oh, I love X's Two. Mm-hmm. X's Two is great. Really? No, X's Two is good. Yeah, X's Two is really good. I, don't I think that moment is... where Johnny Bananas came back and Wes's face. Oh just, yeah, was... I forgot about that. All right, that the mission. I think I like the, it's very competitive too. The missions are good. I think the cast is pretty solid. I think X. I love X's Two. I, I, for, like I forgot that. Game. Yeah, I just like off the top of my head, I couldn't, I couldn't think of like anything that happened in there. Like, and like, there's like Naya going crazy that season. Yeah. Like, there. Oh, that was um, when she got uh, kicked off the show forever after yeah. that. <laughs> like, there's like what? No, she's she's actually allowed to be back on. She's been asked to be back. She's on allowed her. to be back, but she hasn't oh, been. Yeah, confident. Yeah, she hasn't been. Um, okay. And then like you have like what like West when he's like Paul kicking Leroy like yeah, there's one great moment from that. There's a lot of great stuff from that. Yeah, the I still to this day remember that quote is like I didn't like fire the gun for Leroy, but I handed him the gun. I showed him how to load it with bullets. And then I showed him how to shoot the gun. So I did nothing wrong. That was all Leroy's decision. It's, it's, I was like, that is incredible. brilliant. <laughs> and like Such the missions are good in X's too as well. I really like X's too. I think, I think X's one might be my pick for a worst season in that stretch. It's just so boring. There are some good moments, but as a whole, but like season every season has good moments. Mm. Like it's every season has at least like one episode that's really good. Every season has a few that? moments you can look back on that are good. X is oh, for me, it shows the overall storylines in X's hit the worst out of any season. When was the last time you watched it? It's been at this point like close to I watched it, it back in the fall. That long. I mean, I did my full rewatch of the show back in the fall when I was well, I'm still working sixty hours a week. Sorry, but back then I was not on the phone half of that i was on the phone for like 10 hours of that 60 so i binged like every season from the inferno all the way through dirty 30 in like the span of two months and x's did not hold up like i remembered like it just didn't it did not resonate as a whole there were some good moments like every season does but i enjoyed battle of the bloodlines more than i did ba- the first like, battle of the x one elimination you remember from battle of the x's the there x battle eight? between mark long and johnny that mark long threw that mark long throws yeah yeah that's and, like that's not like an adam like conspiracy that's mark long admitting on twitter about him throwing it. like yeah i threw that because i wanted my man johnny you know and i knew with robin he wasn't gonna win whereas johnny could win with camilla so 
Um, the other thing, the other, the other thing that hurts the battle, of the Exus season is they repeat the same three eliminations the whole season. And they're not very good ones. No, it's X battle. It's this weird one where like, there's like a whirly, like there's like a yeah, middle trend contraption and you had to jump and duck. And so the two of you had to jump and duck and then whoever's the last team standing wins. And then there's another one um, that the, they the did. The bands one that's not good. Yeah, the bands because like uh, Emily and Ty did that one. Paula and Dunbar did that. Like, yeah, it was just mm, it was. From what I remember, it was, the cast isn't that bad for that season. Um, no, the problem yeah, but they don't too do is anything though, though. Yeah, other than Camilla's freak out that yeah, one Camilla episode. and you have CTDM, and then after that, like I think like Kyrie and Jasmine are like the most entertaining pairing. Yep. Which is funny. Like the Tyree Jasmine piece of that is really funny. They're they're good, but that's that's about it. So, what you you can't wait till we have rivals to talk about their romance because Evan had some of the funniest comments on the planet about um, that romance. You stopped at thirty thirty. Yes, I stopped at thirty thirty. I have purposely not. uh, I did not want to. Mental sit through health. vendettas and final reckoning to be you quite honest bloodlines rivals three and like all these but other, my I mean, goal, was, get, long, which is my goal was is that i had not watched dirty 30 since it aired and i had not watched invasion since it aired have you watched so vendetta, I, the final I, reckoning I, since they aired no no because like the thing, the thing is like even though see like i i like final reckoning and even vendettas which i despise has it still has its moments I want to wait until we cover it for the show so that I don't take so long though. Like we're on an island now and if it has stalled from you know other stuff. Well yeah, we're gonna get back to it. My 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 job has probably a, prevented us from doing recording more than anything lately. We should do a dual two soon within the next like month yeah. or so. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try to we'll get, get started. We'll talk about that offline. So because like I, end- I'm like writing down stuff now that I want to talk about from like World of the Worlds One and World of the Worlds Two, and we're not gonna get there for God for knows a how long. About years. four years probably. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, before we close out, uh, I want to talk about a direct message that uh, the No Quitter Stat Boy sent me. He sent me one too. I was going to save it until he, we might have gotten the same thing. He heard us talk about him on the show, and he decided to hit us both up. But he asked about um, would the JEK Alliance have uh, oh, excelled if the Gold Skull Twist was alive when they were on the show? Who's on the cast feet? with them? Um, say what? Who's on the Who's on the cast with them? Let's just say. I mean, he was like saying, "Pick a season, like pick the ruins." For instance, would the Gold Skull Twist have? And I I came back and said, "For the most part, I mean, Evan Evan wins three eliminations on the duel too. Like he could win eliminations." At that point, we're just talking about the the island, right? And they're picking exactly who they want to go against and getting the most favorable matchups possible for them in an elimination. You know what I mean? It's more interesting if you said they were on a cast. Now that was more. Oh, no, no, no. I was meaning like, hey, pick a past yeah, season. It's like if the if 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 the JEK and the height of their power had to do the gold skull twist. And my response to him was, well, let's pick the ruins. Evan's going to get Nick Brown. Um, Kenny is going to get someone equally as awful. And then Johnny is going to get the next person down that list. And then they'll just let whomever else get their skull. Like Evan, Kenny and Johnny are going in first. And then I everybody mean, Derek else was kind of ahead of Johnny on the pecking order that season, but I also think I think part of it's like what, how bad is are the bottom feeders on those seasons? Is part yeah, of it. exactly, because they're just going to pick the three bottom feeders. In the, who the, who would be bottom. the bottom feeders on the ruins? For example, you have Nick Brown, you have Chet. Nick Brown, um, 
Oh, I, I came up fun. with a list here. I'll pull up my DM. You've got Chet, you've Adam, got Adam King, King, Danny. Well, see, Adam King is not as big a layup Danny. as you would think. Um, I agree. Adam King's I got said stuff Kenny, win. Kenny gets uh, Nick Brown. Evan at the time would have picked uh, or, Evan or gets Adam Nick or Brown. Chet. Kenny can Kenny gets and Johnny the... Bananas would have gotten Danny. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, they're all doing pretty good there. I don't like. <laughs> It just depends. Yeah, I mean, they could definitely stumble into something like Wested with Kahuta where they just lose, but I think they're still, they're still probably fine. It definitely would fine. change it up and would make it at least somewhat more interesting. Who do you think? Do you think and that's why I think if the Skull Twist, I know Devin said in our last um, Double Agents recap that the Skull Twist has grown on him. It took him a season and a half, but it's grown on him. I would be absolutely interested to see a season like War of the Worlds 2 where the Skull Twist is in play. So if you are going to run the final, you have to have the political masterstroke to get your team to vote you in as well as give you an opponent that is, you know, able to maybe get that skull or maybe they keep you out, keep you out, keep you out. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's Johnny Bananas versus CT. You know, I think it's also just harder to pull it off in that format because like I, I really don't think they want to just leave people hanging. And in World of Worlds 2, I'd have to do the math, but it's really hard. It's hard to even like get everybody a chance to go in. People would have been left hanging, but they still left people hanging in the final. Like they eliminated people in the towards the yeah, end of the final. Yeah. So to me, it's the same idea. Maybe they do a purge and get rid of some people. So do you just but need, like you, would you could even have a non-skull purge. Like, hey, if you're the bottom two people without skulls after this challenge, you're going home. Bye. So did you mean you would want to just see it in... So I feel like it's an intriguing concept. You would want to see it in a season like Sorry, World of Worlds 2, meaning that you would want to see it in a season that's a team season? Or what do you mean? Yes. Like okay. a team season. Okay. And a competitive team season at that. Like, think about how War of the I don't Worlds think they're running a team season back for a while. I don't think they will either because of the way the last one played out. I don't think it's that bad of a season, but it's not a great season either. I, I just think it's hard to get a team format where it doesn't eventually snowball into one group just controlling the other. Very, like and very that's where I think, very, I think that's where the skull twist actually helps a team. It, it helps. A, it helps. A, it helps with that. How many, how many, because if you think about it, you had bananas and West trying to get rid of each other. Well, now if that same dynamic is in play, are you going to try to get rid of people on your team or are you going to ensure that you can run the final first? I also think it's kind of solving a problem that almost doesn't need to be solved. Like I think it, you did, they'll run it, they'd run into logistical errors eventually with that. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, you guys may have just talked about this, but it's kind of tough because the incentive structure for a team season isn't really set up for uh, the skull twist, right? Because then yeah. if you win a daily mission, um, are you then... I think you have you, to do does that, does that make you the team? Does that make you the team up for elimination, right? If you win the daily mission? Yeah. Because otherwise, how are you getting... I think maybe you just get to pick I both, think you maybe you the pick both route, sides. Though. I think you get... Yeah, you, it's both teams are going in, and whichever team wins gets control. And the thing is, if they do that in a modern season, like then people are just going to be constantly trying to manipulate it. So like, like if I'm on the bottom of my team's alliance, but I have more friends on the other team's alliance, why am I trying in those missions? 
Well, that's where you hope that you help them throw the mission and you cost your team a win. And then the other yeah, team gives like, you a favorable like, matchup. That's fine for an episode or two. But like, if that's the entire season, I don't think that's the type of structure. It's not going to be the entire season, though, because if let, let's, just, let's just take the War of the Worlds 2 type cast that we had. You've got Laurel, you've got Bananas, you got Wes, you got Zach, you got Polly, you got Kara, you got Leroy, you got Cam. Um, I mean, those are some heavy, heavy hitters that are all going to be trying to go in to get a skull and stay on the team. And sure, there's going to be one or two episodes where a bottom feeder is trying to throw it. But if they're a bottom feeder, are they actually going to be able to help? But what I'm saying is like, if you're in the minority alliance at that, well, I guess the part of the thing with how that season played out was that the same alliance controlled both teams. Mm -hmm. But I just don't like... And that was kind of an issue on that season where the missions were such a formality that like it didn't yeah, really matter. I think there is a way to format it to make it work. It would take a lot of like planning to make it work. I almost think it's more planning than they want to do it too. Like I, I feel like they spend 20 minutes in the planning room sometimes with these things and are just like. You know what I actually think? And this is me being not funny here. Um, I think they spend more time planning the daily challenges than they do planning oh, the format. Oh, one trillion percent. How much fire can we get in a daily mission is significantly higher on their priority list. And the fact that they have to, they have a, I remember that challenge producer on Entertainment Weekly talked about how they have a like command center warehouse in California where they are testing all the things you see on the upcoming season in that warehouse. Like the amount of time that goes into designing a daily mission and all the contraptions you have to rent locally, or what do we have to ship? You know, there are so many logistics that go into designing the daily challenge that it is easily fathomable to me that they what? spend more time designing missions than they do the actual. Yeah, but look up right now. Look up right now. BMP email support. I'm, I'll, I'll, if okay. we emailed them and we're like, we'll offer free consulting services for formats for future seasons. What do you think it's, they say? I don't know. We'll we'll try it. We'll try it. I'm I'm great at guessing. <laughs> they emails. might just be happy. That's, that's, that's one of my good skills. Gonna, like, um, they don't have to worry about it anymore. They don't have you, to have the intern has been there for three days. Come up with it. It's funny because. He, you said that that's probably what they spend the most time on, and that's probably what I care the least about when it comes to oh, the show. Yeah, you know what Definitely. I mean. Like, and I, I, I would think a lot Dude, of people just think are about boat. how many four trailer shots there are in those missions. So, I would oh yeah, how much stuff in those missions and eliminations is just there for the trailer? Yeah. So I went back and looked because I was just thinking how many. I was thinking about how many team seasons are actually competitive, and. There's more than you would think, but there still aren't a lot. And I got up to five. Gauntlet 2 is the one that sticks out as the most competitive team what season. What would you call competitive? Like, they are, it's not a bloodbath. I'm even asking him what, what he called competitive out of his five. What I did? Which ones? I, I just glanced and was like, do, do I think that was a competitive season? Yes or no. So I went down it. So Gauntlet, the first Gauntlet, you could call that somewhat competitive, right? Like, no, actually, I didn't even call that. No, I didn't even count the first. Road Rules so, dominated so, that. Season. Yeah, so I counted in the, the first Inferno. That was somewhat competitive, right? There was a conceivable chance that Real World could win. I agree right? that. It wasn't, it wasn't be half competitive. Yeah, but it was a lot wasn't of seasons where there's one team that's a relatively clear favorite, but it's not like an absolute domination. Yeah. yeah. So, like no, in Inferno that. three, Inferno I think. Uh, here, let, let's just go down them real quick. Inferno two, that's competitive, right? I don't, I don't think we that's have any arguments about that. Gauntlet 2 is competitive, for sure. No. No. 
That's the most competitive in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought you said no disagreeing. So gauntlet two is, is competitive. Then we get all the way down to Inferno three. From what I remember, that was competitive, right? Yeah. That's one again, though, where I think the badasses were pretty clear favorites. Yeah. They did not dominate though. They dominated the final, but they did not dominate the competition. Sure. And then we don't get another competitive season all the way until Cutthroat. And I think that was the last well, one. We don't right? really have many more two seasons. Well, I know, but like, it was, a, it was a gap between Inferno 2 and the Cutthroat. The ruins That's was one, just... one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Because yeah, Gauntlet 3 was seasons. not competitive and at even all. Even Cutthroat, I mean, I know they don't win, but the great team is pretty, like the great team wins more missions than the other two teams combined. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even the blue team is not horrible. They just had bad eliminations, like just got really bad draws on eliminations. Yeah, like Derek yeah, against I mean, uh, what's his name, Tyler, Tyler, in like the jousting match. Johnny has to go up against CT and not Tyler. You know, like um, they got really bad luck. Yeah, I I don't th- I don't think they go back to a team season on the main seasons for a while. I think it was one of those. Things what, that what, do you, what do you consider for and then? What do you consider a while? What do you consider a while? Next when you say you don't. Seasons? I would three say three seasons? or four is a good guess. Yeah, yeah three like or four I, is I a think good that's guess. fine. I, from the current horizon, I see. I I would be I would be relatively surprised if they went. I back bet to you they do season. one. I could see them doing a four person teams. Like if I I the, yeah. I could definitely oh, see them that. doing a doing a battle of the shows and having like a four person survivor team, a four person Big Brother team. A four person real world team. I could definitely see that. I don't I couldn't see that. That still team counts big, though. Yeah. But I so, man, I that for as much as I don't enjoy the cast as much of Battle of the Seasons, that format is amazing. Like that is really a good. great format. And it has an absolutely on fire like intro uh where they list all the teams <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. Like Everything about Battle of the Seasons was great until the people involved started talking on that show. And Battle, you're just Battle like, of the Shows, I, I think, would be really people. good. Two, I think that you could definitely do with the four-person teams. Battle of the Shows would be really good. And, like, a combination of X's and Rivals would be really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, a four-person team where everybody has at least two people on the team that they have, like, some, you know, tumultuous relationship with. Like, imagine back in the day if we had, like, a Wes, Kenny, Johanna, Kellyanne team that was, like, a four-person <laughs> team. If I put the wow. if I put the over under at four seasons for the amount of time before they do a team season, would you take the over or the under? Over. I would take the over as well. Yeah, I would take. I would. I would take the. You would take the over. Yeah. They had it done one before Wonderworlds two since Cutthroat. It had yeah. been a really long time. It had been thirteen seasons. So if I put it at five, would you take the over or the under? Over, I, I'm going to take it for the really? foreseeable horizon. Oh, I'm going no, to take, I, yeah, I think that I if think you said it at five, I would take the under because the way they structure the show is they think in two and three season arcs now. I said, it's just hard to know where the show's going to be at that point. Yeah, so I would just, still think it's more likely to not happen at that point than it would be to happen. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't like that's what that's the way it is every season right every single season it's more likely that it won't happen than it will happen. i think within the current horizon of the show i don't see why i don't see them going back maybe they would do like 
you're in two teams for the first part of the season, and then you they split you up or something. I don't I see them doing it for the whole time. I well, and I'm just not talking about like two seasons or, or two teams. I think there can be two, three, four teams, right? So, do you think that's I right? would love to see Cutthroat come back? I, like, so do I, the I, thirty I people? I don't think we need to have it. So, I think what it I is, think it like, would be fun. Like in that amount of time, I think that they just think to themselves, themselves. All right, we need to shake this up. We need to do something different. You know what I mean? Like we need to give like the fans something different. Like, they had that for a long time, and they found other ways to shake it up besides doing teams. I think they could do teams and split it up. They could do four person teams. They also can just add other wrinkles to the show. Like most shows don't have like don't have this constant flip flopping between individuals, pairs, and teams. Most shows just have one format they do, and they'll add smaller wrinkles onto it. Like they can do something where. Oh, every every individual like gets points based on how well they do in the mission, and then they can use those points to bid on something that gives them an advantage in the next mission or voting or something. Like there's, there's always plenty of other that in. Well, I think that's one of the big advantages that the challenge has is that they can completely shake up their yeah, format and think. everyone's fine. And I think that's a big issue with Survivor, right? There's only so much that, that people they are too do. sanctimonious. Yeah, there's only well, there's they pretty much tried to shake it up as much as they could shake it up. And really, at the end of the day, it's not that much different, right? Because ultimately, the show comes yeah. down to people going into Tribal Council at the end of episode, casting a vote for someone to go home. You know what I mean? And the, the challenge has pretty much... Yeah, free I mean, they've done like the Redemption Island type stuff. Yeah, but people are still voting for people Redem- to go home. The Redemption Island type stuff is a pretty big shakeup. With people not going home? Or yeah, I don't know. I think... Survivor is really in a weird spot right now. And I don't just mean that because of the pandemic after winners at war, like you've had an all winner season and it was phenomenal from start to finish, like not a weak episode in the bunch. 41 is going to be a letdown regardless coming out of 40. If, if anything, the pandemic will probably make 41 more palatable. I think because there's enough because distance. So I don't I think, think it's going to come off as bad. But it's still just going to be like, oh, remember Tony, what he did in 40? Like, yeah, these people. They have to do like some weird stunt casting for 41. Yeah. Which is why I still maintain. And we've talked about it. I want an all nonsense season of Survivor. Yes, yes, definitely. Please give me the all nonsense season of Survivor. It's just a dumpster fire. Put every hothead weirdo in one season and let it just burn. Uh, I need Abby Maria. I need Philip. I need Keith. Nail. I need Russell Hans. I need. I hope. I think Russ is like almost. Russell's like almost like too good for total nonsense. <laughs> the all nonsense season. Yeah, Bianca would be okay. So put yeah, his crazy know, nephew Bianca on there. Quirch is not coming back. Brandon Hans ain't coming back after that meltdown. Man, that I was coach. brutal. I, I like. Can you imagine Coach and Philip Shepard on the same season? How, how does that work out? Is that like a nexus of the universe where uh, the, it's like Back just, to the Future? They can't all yeah, be in the same spot, or it disrupts down. the the time continuum. Just implodes. <laughs> Rob, you said that you've never like seen a full season with Philip, right? You don't understand. No, I went back and watched Redemption Island for Philip. All of it. I mean, I, was, I don't. I'm not going to say I was fully attention to all of it. You don't. You don't get how like painful it is to watch a full season of that guy dude like it's tough it's, to watch especially when you're not binging it like when you're having to watch it week yeah. to week and you have to gear yourself up for you've got to deal with philip <laughs> it's hard wasn't he a popular character that's the reason they brought him back no 
No, he wasn't. Oh, that he was popular. a favorite. He was on fans versus favorites. That doesn't. That doesn't matter. At that all. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that means nothing. That means Jeff Probst and the producers went. You know, it'd be really funny. Is yeah. <laughs> Let's bring Philip back, so, and he's just as nuts. Like, can you imagine Philip and Abby Maria on the same season? What, what kind of drama that would bring us? He's pretty much so. He's if you have him on a show. If you're the producers, you're like, all right, at least we'll know we'll have that. You know what I mean? That's going to go on. Like, we're going that's to That's like when there's nothing else happening. We have some B-roll we can throw. Yeah. Like, like we stuff. know that's going to be okay. It's the same thing with Katie Doyle in, like, all the seasons that she's yes. going to be on. You know what I mean? It's like – I don't think it's – I'm not, I'm not comparing them as characters. I'm comparing, like, them I, I know as, you said, the, the I know mindset of casting The mindset them. of the producers. Yes, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, like, we're going to have – not, not what Katie Doyle is now, but I'm talking about what she used to be, whereas – they would put her on a season, and maybe, it's, maybe it is what Katie Doyle is now. Who knows? It's like, all right, Find we out. know that there's going to be Evidently. the drama around like Katie not being good and the team not liking her and potentially wanting to like throw missions. We'll have that. All right, so here, one more thing before we go. Um, rem- so Rob has a podcast. Is doing a countdown of the ranking of Survivor all time seasons from. 40 down to zero. I showed you guys that to zero? Uh, Island of the Earth to one. Is season 39 the worst? Because it, it's the worst. It definitely was the worst. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was. It was Island of the Idols. We talked about that for a little bit. Guess what number uh, two was? They're up to, the they're up to 36 now. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the second worst? Yeah. I, th- I think, like, it's going to be, like, Thailand or Worlds Apart. Ghost Island, maybe? Redemption like Island. Island. Really? That was the second so worst? It, was, they, it, it went Island of the Idols, Redemption Island, Thailand, One World, and then Edge of Extinction. One World's All of bad. those are worse than Redemption. Dude, we need to do a whole I did not. I, look, Redemption Island did not have me very invested when I threw it on in the background. We need to do a podcast on Edge of Extinction. Like, I, think I haven't that's watched like, it, so I don't, I don't know. It's just so absurd, dude. With Chris Underwood. But, like, we covered the challenge already. We cover enough absurdity. Wait, is Edge of Extinction the one where it was, like, men versus women? And... No, no, Edge no, of no, that's where the other Chris. Like, okay. it's, it's just like what they did with War- Winners at War, where they throw them on the other island for a while and they come back. It was the, I got you. He was, on, he was on the show for, like, six days, wasn't he? Six, or maybe nine days. He was, he wasn't, I don't, he was I on the don't show, know. like, he was on Edge was on, for a while. He was on the show a smaller percentage of the time than when Polly and Natalie Negrodi, or what, what's her name? Is that her name? Yeah. Are you serious? It was Natalie Negrodi, yeah. A smaller percentage of the time than Negrodi, they on the show when they came back for final reckoning. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, what was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, like, realistically, I there's know, nothing man. for us to talk about. I, the, for me, that's still one of like the most bizarre moments in the history of the show. Um, like, I think that's when Survivor officially was they, they weren't jumping the shark they were like but like but like what do you but like they got it back with winners at war right like i don't i don't think I know, but like i think it and then well dude so winners at war is going to be like th- that could be the bright spot you know what i mean we still haven't seen that they've been able to have like a really successful yeah it's the, it's the panacea season. yeah you know what i mean like we haven't seen that they've been have a 
And he would have a what real was right before um, Edge of Extinction. Wasn't wasn't David versus Goliath? Right it was Ghost Island was the one before Edge of Extinction. No, it was David versus Goliath. Wasn't David it? versus Goliath was good. David versus Goliath was good. I didn't like. Uh, yeah, that was I right did before. enjoy that one. I watched That's that one live. Season. That was a good one. Wait, so I liked that one a lot. And then, um... all right, hold on. Let's see. Because out of the last, let me look up how many. We'll play the whole music. So I'm on the seasons for Survivor. Out of the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out of the last eight seasons, and if we don't count Winners at War, right? So out of the seven non-Winners of War season, there was one good season. So one out of seven. That's not good. David versus Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, would, David versus Goliath other, was good. The rest were not good. good. I think with Survivor, though, if you go back and look at it, there's a lot of bad seasons. Yes, there are a lot yeah. of bad like, seasons. Think about yeah, after think Heroes versus Villains, how many bad seasons there were. Yeah, that was definitely a dry spot for sure. Um, but like, I think it it depends on. Well, but like, I like the, the one spot they had in, from Heroes versus Villains to now is just like the Cambodia, Kaurong, um Kagayan sort of section. Philippines was already like four seasons, which is good. But that's really not that long of like a that's a, four good seasons. You have one stretch of four good seasons and a few scattered decent ones out of the dude, last San, twenty. That's pretty bad, dude. San Juan del Sur is good too. Yeah, but when when you look at it on like like people still have is that universally considered good though? Yeah, for sure. San Juan del Sur people like. You San think Juan so? Del Sur. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, like we'll so, I think, comes in on this list, I suppose. I think it depends on whether or not how, what your overall opinion of Survivor is, right? Because there are definitely some interesting parts of Worlds Apart too. But I think what you said about that spot right I after, mean, like, where did it, it came in? What thirty six? Uh, it hasn't come up yet. One world, one world was there, but not World. Oh, I thought it had. Oh, one world. Excuse me, I get those yeah, confused yeah. all the time. That's my fault. Um, but that spot after. Heroes versus villains definitely rough. Where it's, yeah, I think the thing that influences yeah. some of the hate for Redemption Island. Is I think Redemption Island's Phil- bad. I, I think I thought it was. I didn't. I, again, I didn't pay super close attention. Rob's the only one up to anything. Everybody else is like Andrea's. Like there's some of the people who are okay, but there's no there's no power struggle whatsoever. Well, on his tribe, yes. The other tribe, there was the lawyer. And I remember in his little tribal council to why he's voting for Rob, he's like, listen, we all came out here to play, but he came out here to play Survivor. And he outwitted all of us in every step of the turn. It's not not competitive. It's It's not competitive, but it was to me, me, it was just fascinating. Because especially when you had the Redemption Island twist and they had Matt come back, they're at the merge, and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And the other team outsmarted themselves. And then Rob just voted Matt back to redemption. And the lawyer guy was like, that was so friggin' smart to do that. Because now he not only has the numbers, he got rid of a possible swing vote. I mean, they, I mean, he just nailed them all to the, the door. It was yeah, just a yeah, dominating it's like perfect if, It's season. like if we took an NBA player, I had them go up against D3 level NCAA guys. Like, it's just not competitive. Like, there's, like a, again, a few people who kind of know what they're up to, but it's not, like, I don't know. It's, it's not my style of season yeah. in any reality TV show. I, I need some, like, more, like, back and forth. That's fair. Well, cool. Let's, uh, let's put a ball on this one. 
thank you for listening, everyone. Um, and again, if you want to watch the video format of this, you can watch this on our YouTube channel, which is just the Challenge Chronicles. Just search for the Challenge Chronicles on YouTube. You'll find us. I don't know. Like it at this point, like I feel like a lot of the episodes that we have with Pat may even be over that. So it probably will trump. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, just look for the Challenge Chronicles on YouTube. You can watch it there. If you have any listener emails that you want to send us, you can uh DM Trace or Rob on Twitter, or you can email us at the challenge chronicles at gmail.com. And with that, this will probably release Monday, Tuesday this week. Look out for our recap of the Challenge Double Agents, episode 10. Is that what we're around? Episode 10, which should come out yes. on Wednesday night. And, yep. And with that, thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. See you. Bye.